For an entrepreneur, it's easy for your work to become your life. Your new budding business venture can easily become a black hole that swallows you completely. On this episode of the TF Audio Stories, the CEO of the Tony Elumilu Foundation, Mrs. Paminda Veer, speaks with two entrepreneurs as they talk about, amongst other things, striking a work-life balance. Welcome to the Tony Elumilu Foundation Audio Stories on entrepreneurship in Africa. I'm a Tony Elu entrepreneur, um, the 2015 set, and I'm the co-founder of People Bags by eBay's. Now, People Bags by eBay started initially as eBay's Takeaway Limited, which was an online um, homemade food company. But um, two months after we started, there was a fire in our home kitchen, and um, <laughs> I ended up with burns. First degree, second degree burns to my lower body. Oh my goodness. And I had to be in the hospital for a while. So we had this lovely bag because, you know, I had a background from watching terrorism and I'm a nature lover. And so we wanted the brand to represent that. And we looked everywhere else and we thought, okay, let's use craft bags because they were biodegradable. And we went online and searched everywhere. We couldn't find any. The nearest business we got was in the Gambia. And it, it was a whole lot of problems, ordering. We had um, the, I think that was a period when there was a forex issue in Nigeria, um, paying high taxes to get them in. It was, we had all sorts of issues. And so we decided to start making them. The first time we sent out the food in those bags, a lot of people liked it. Customers loved it. So this is an extraordinary story. So Chia, you started off making food. Yes. And then pivoted into food bags. Yes, yeah? food bags. We started with food bags. Thank you. Hello, my name is Tunde Bidakobe, and I am the founder of Lopadi.com. That's L-A-W-P-A-D-I.com. So Lopadi.com, we uh, are an online legal platform that basically has the goal to educate Nigerians about their legal rights in everyday circumstances that they face, not just individuals, but also businesses. We try to make legal as easy as possible. Our goal, our tagline is to be, try to be the Google for legal issues in Nigeria. And I am a Tony Elumelu Foundation entrepreneur from 2015. So tell us, where do people find you and what kind of legal services can they expect from your Okay, so we are on the website, um, www.lawpadi, that's L-A-W-P-A-D-I.com. We have a social media footprint as well um, on Instagram with at L-A-W-P-A-D-I, Facebook um, with Lopadi as well. So across all social media channels is all Lopadi. Now, um, on, we are a platform for access to legal information, so we do not provide any legal services. So what we do is that we provide information and we try to help people to make better legal decisions. What kind of information? So for instance, we have information on if you want to set up a company in Nigeria, what requirements there are. Really? If you want to trademark your products, how do you trademark it? If you want to patent your product, how do you go about it? Um, if you have unpaid debt, um, if you have customers with unpaid debts and you want to uh, recover these debts, how do you go about it? If for any reason there are issues with um, product quality, what are the regu- regulations around that? If you want to register your products uh, with NAFDAQ, which is the organization that regulates. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. Can you, uh, do you provide advice and information on how to deal with NAFDAQ? Yes, yes. so a lot of the issues, and yes, yeah, so we, we give information about how you deal with 
generally all regulatory agencies in Nigeria. Um, because when we started in 2015, and I have to be grateful to the Tony Elumalu Foundation because it gave us the, the, the foundation and the base to be able to try out different things. Um, when we started, we didn't actually know what people wanted to have information on. So we tried it everything. We started with things like divorce. We started with things like um, company registration, all the breadth of issues in Nigeria we dealt with. And in the last three years, what we've been able to do is kind of fine-tune what people actually need um, and then create content around that. So we have started initially with just writing articles. Now we've gone to things like creating chatbots. We've created infographics. Now we're moving into videos. We're looking at interactive things. And so as technology improves, we are trying to be on the forefront of um, online legal services that introduces technology. Let's go back to Chirime. So, so you pivoted. You didn't give up. No. That which was amazing. So tell us about your new business now and, and okay, what are so, you know what are the challenges and opportunities of running okay so basically business? um paper packs by abis is an online um paper packaging company we're targeted to um helping smes get very affordable packaging because you know smes most of the packaging companies in nigeria sort of focused on the bigger boys so nobody's looking at the small business holder um so we built this platform uh, www.paperbacksbyabus.com where SMEs can just go online and order for eco-friendly packaging because, you know, that's what we're promoting. Um, Brilliant. Um, we have products from shoe boxes to um, food crates to food bags to uh, paper bags on the shelf, off the shelf for export of seeds, that sort of thing. So it's just pretty simple. You go online and, and, and you can buy as little as you need. And how is how, what are the sales like and what's the demand for your packaging line? Uh, in the last year, we've sort of focused more on wholesale because we needed the cash flow. Um, and we also needed people to trust us. Um, and we landed a couple of big companies. Um, Rhapsody is our client, um, Decafe. Um, we also supply the harvest. And we have a couple of other farms. We have Ting Water Organic buying um, the fresh produce boxes from us. So th this was what we needed to first do, you know, to get a lot of people to trust us. And now we're moving to um, serving the retail market so we can, you know, reach as many as, as many SMEs as we can. So how, today, how can Chide leverage your services and how can you be a service provider to the 3,000 SMEs that are already part of your network? Yeah, so one of the things that we have that we've just recently launched is uh, we, we, based on the feedback that we receive from people that are coming on our platform, we realize that a lot of entrepreneurs in Nigeria and also in African countries that want to come into Nigeria, they don't understand the legal um, basically what they need to know about the law before they, they, they start their businesses. So we created this free um, six-day email course. So basically, you, get a, you sign up for the course every single day for six days. You get information about the law as it applies to different areas. So the first day is about setting up a, um, your organization, what kind of legal structure you should go with. The second day is about contracts, um, what you need to do about contracts. And the next day is about employees. The next day is about intellectual property. So for six days, you get all the information that you can pack into um, starting up your business in Nigeria. So so entrepreneurs in the, in the network um, and in other African countries can actually go on our platform and sign up for this. And actually what we'll do um, 
this this today is that we'll put on I'll pin this to our Twitter profile, the link to, to get on this, and also include a link on our platform so it's clear to on how to sign up. And this is for free and people can get, get take advantage of it. So you talked about this is for free, so there's an assumption that a lot of your services, you have to pay fees for it. So talk about your business model for so, this. So the business model at the moment, the, the way it started, we started Lopadi as a social justice platform. We wanted to, we knew that there's a high cost to access legal services in Nigeria, and a lot of People that need the services can't really afford it. So that's what we wanted to provide it in a, it for free. We then realized that apart from making it for free, we need to make it sustainable. Um, you can't just keep giving things away for free. So we have created two, we have created the first level of our uh, business model, which is that we provide specific fixed services. So for instance, if you want to incorporate a company, if you want to register your trademark, or you want to um, do a change of name after a marriage or for any reason, we provide those services uh, as paid services. On the back of that, we're building a different stream where we are trying to monetize um, the relationship that we have with law firms who work with clients on our who come on our platform and require legal services. So there are restrictions around referral fees in Nigeria, um, and what we're doing is we're trying to talk to the um, the the regulatory bodies on how we can ensure that we don't want to follow their rules, but ensure that we can get the value from the service that we're providing to these law firms who get clients and actually provide top-level um, work to them. So we all know that being an entrepreneur is 24-7, and the theme for today's session is talking about work-life balance, yeah? What does work-life balance mean to you as an entrepreneur first? <laughs> well, it's hard to really... Um, balance it really because you're working like 23 hours every day and for me um, what has kept me sane is, is just trying to get like 30 minutes run every morning sort of helps me think yeah <laughs> anytime I don't do it I sort of just you know crash so that's for me really because I work exercises yeah, yeah 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 that is your work-life balance well that's how I balance it because you know your mind has to be I'm in top shape. I mean, if your mind is okay, then everything else follows. So, what are some of your challenges in this new business of yours, paper packaging? Uh, first issue is always paper, because paper is important, really. So, if there's a small change in in, in the um, dollar rates, the price of paper goes up, and then there's also scarcity. You know. People can afford to bring in things because, you know, they're using dollar to buy stuff. And that's one major issue, paper. And then two is taxes. You have so many, so many. You have federal taxes, you have state taxes, you have all manner of people come to ask you for, to pay for one thing or the other. Tunde, what about you? Talk about how do you maintain work-life balance or what does that mean to you? Well, um, so I've been involved in entrepreneurship for a very long time in my life. And I have, and when I started being trying to be an entrepreneur, I realized that people see it as a badge of honor to, to basically work flat out 24 hours a day and basically eat, breathe and sleep your, your startup. But um, from experience, because I've had periods when I've had to, I've burnt out. So for, for me, I have created um, compartments in my life. So even though when I started, um, for instance, Law Party, I started it from home, um, I realized that if you only work at home, then there's no dichotomy between work and your life at home. So what I decided then initially was to have a space in my house that was only for work. So when I left that space, I left work. And so people that entrepreneurs that are starting their businesses from home, you have to understand that you need to create 
your workspace and then know that when you leave that workspace, work is done. Um, with respect to, and I, I think it's, it's um, Chidi's um, idea where she runs is something that I do as well. It's a fantastic thing to pick up something healthy, something physical, because it actually helps you, um, your brains. There's, there's actually research that shows that the more, um, when you do physical tasks, it helps you think better. So you should always take a step back. So I do that as well. I play basketball, I play football and I run. Um, not as much as I should do, but I, I do it as well. So it's all about ensuring that my home is my home. And even if my work is at home, there's a workspace in the home to kind of keep brilliant, it apart. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, so both of you have really shared with us some of the conscious efforts that you're making to maintain that work-life balance, yeah? So both of you are 2015. Um, what were some of the important lessons that you learned as an entrepreneur from that program and since then in terms of your entrepreneurial journey? Acquiring the right knowledge, you know. Um, business is about, I think it's about knowledge, really. Um, if you have knowledge in whatever you're doing, um, it, it keeps you going. It helps you not throw away money, let's put it that way. AB Stickery was an online platform. It was the first online platform we were building. And so we had a lot of issues putting up the platform that two months just before the fire incident, we already had issues. We could have even gone under because of those issues. It was a new sector, new space we were playing. We didn't have enough knowledge, you know. And so when we started building paperbacks by Ibis, we put all those things into consideration. And so it's helping us now. So that's brilliant. Yeah. You actually applied your learnings from the first exactly. business into the next one. Exactly. And, and another thing was we had our own delivery systems. Now, we thought it was more efficient, you know, when we ran Ibis. We thought it was more efficient to have our own delivery structure. But halfway into it, we found out that if we had used other deliveries, it would have helped us save money and be a lot more efficient. And that's what we have brought into Paperbacks by Abyss. We have like a network of um, logistic companies that we work with, and it's just been amazing. So we didn't have to buy uh, motorbikes. We didn't have to put money in all of that. So it really helped us, you know. And are you both really leveraging the TEF network, the alumni network? And if so, how? I will confess, um, I haven't been taking advantage of the network. Um, it is something that um, it is to my, now I think about it to my regrets. Um, the Tony Lumen Foundation provides all those tools for us to be able to not just um, market goods to other our services, to other um, um, our fellow um, entrepreneurs, but also to get feedback on what we're doing and what we're doing wrong and learn from each other. And I haven't been doing that. We haven't been doing that. So something that we need to work on. Um, I think for, from our perspective is we didn't want to put ourselves out there when we weren't really sure about our identity. Now we're really coming into our own. I think we're now toddlers in this on, in this uh, as a platform. And so we're going to make a concerted effort to try to get more involved in the platform. Today, what advice would you give to up-and-coming entrepreneurs across Africa I think, or in Nigeria? I, I think the most important thing is that you need to ensure that you have your legal docs in a row. Um, what we tend to see, because as a platform, we tend to advise um, give information to people who have run into problems. And what we tend to see is that people come after the facts, and, and they and that's because they overestimate the information and they, they underestimate the the information and the process they have to have in place um, before they start. And then they overestimate the cost it would take to get it set up properly. And um, platforms like Lopadi, and there's a few other platforms that have started in, in, in the last couple of years, we are trying to push 
new tools that people can use to be able to decide what they want and how they can help structure their business from a legal perspective without running into problems. So to, I guess uh, to round that off, in, um, I think everyone should at least know what the regulations that govern whatever space they want to work in is and then determine how they can structure their risk around that. Thank you. Chile? Um, my advice um, is our story has been a very tough one, yeah? And the reason we're still existing is because we didn't give up. So businesses, starting a business and running a business can be really hard, but you need to have passion for what you do and be consistent. And, and, and that's the only way you can really survive. Both of you, thank you so much. Not only sharing the stories of your entrepreneurial journey since 2015, and it's good to see that you're not only alive, you're thriving. And that's what we, that's what, that, you know, our investment is to see that in the enterprises that we've supported. Really wish you all the luck. And thank you also for all your tips um, on achieving work-life balance.